0: It's just been... Welcome to the Chopper Hi. Beef Show, coming to you live from Mom's Basement. It is me, I am the Beef, Casey the Beef Cregan, joined as always by my cast of cronies, JJ in Tampa, and Zach Locks Parker. We're here. Episode number seven of season number four. Welcome in, boys.
1: What up?
2: How's it going?
0: Oh, man. If I was any better, I'd be twins right now, I'll tell you that. Oh.
1: I can't say I've heard that one before. Oh,
0: every day. Every day when I worked at Clemson, my boss, he'd walk into the office and he'd say, hey, Richard, how are you today? And he'd be like, any better, I'd be twins. And I'm like, literally every day. Every day. Welcome to
2: Mayberry, Andy.
0: Uh, (laughs) In this week's episode, we got, I don't know what we have. We got a bunch of stuff, though. Uh, We're here. Thanks so much for joining us. Talk about. We do have a lot to talk about. It has absolutely
2: nothing to do with anything. We're back.
0: Well, we, we've we had two weeks since we were here. Last mm-hmm. week was uh, I traveled to the great unknown, the great wide open. and uh, Scouting locations
1: for our sports book.
0: That's right. That's right. I like it. <laughs> There's multiple ample space in that vicinity. Yeah. That the Chapel Beach. To-
2: the Japan Beef Casino. Yes. And it's coming.
0: It's coming. I'm going to buy a piece of land nice. on the coast, and I'm going to make a living working on a fishing boat. Sorry. That was a little uh from good homes for you guys out there listening. Oh, Look like it up. Look it you up. You got to
2: name it the Gen A? Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
0: Maybe. Maybe. A bit no. Of movie, a I, movie I've, I've never trip. heard that A little before. bit of Fork. Yeah, but seriously, on this week's episode of the Chop and Beef Show, we're going to kind of go back to our roots a little bit, uh, go back to our bread and butter, and what made us the internet sensations that we are. Yeah, at least in our own minds. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. We're going to talk college football a little bit.
2: Look out! Look it's out. talking is,
0: season, boys. It's talking season. Is it officially
2: season. so back?
1: It's back. It yeah. is back. It's early too this season, don't you think? July. Usually hey. it's more end of July, beginning of August. But yeah, well, last year was kind a of a lot of news, news man. There's a yeah. lot of news
0: going on. There's a lot of things moving and shaking. We're gonna we're about to we're on the precipice of losing a legend. Uh, it, you know, there's just a lot going on. Dabo says something to piss somebody off. We're gonna get into all of it tonight.
1: That's weekly. Yeah. yeah.
0: So that's what we're used to. First and foremost, probably the mm-hmm. The hottest topic that's out there right now is that we're hearing that Texas and Oklahoma are extremely unhappy with the Big 12 to the point that they weren't on the AD phone call tonight with the Big 12. They didn't even get on the call. They didn't even get on the they call really? tonight. <laughs> Let's go. Mutiny. Mutiny. So I think they're burning some bridges, I believe, and you know, like like we talked about with the playoff a couple of weeks ago, and now with Texas Oklahoma, it's all talk, right? It's literally just internet fodder, Twitter fodder, but this might be having some legs. What do you boys think about it, JJ? What do you, what do you start?
2: Well, I think it's uh, you know Monday. It was just hearsay, talk, BS. Tuesday was like, yeah, still BS. Wednesday is growing some legs. Tonight it is like officially, holy crap, mm-hmm. this might actually be happening. Um, and it, it's going to change college football. It, it just, there's just no two ways about it. Uh, I, think, uh, I think you're moving into that area of super conferences if this happens.
0: And full disclosure, I'm going to get out, out in front of it, right? Like peeing in my in my uh, laundry basket back in the day. I'm going to get out in front of it and tell you, boys that this is all about money, all right? This is all about money. But we're going to dig deeper because that's, a, that's a, not a good conversation we, to talk about. That's we, a conversation we want,
2: stopper. We're talking about amateur sports. There's no money involved. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, so, right, you know, I, I think as of right now, Texas and Oklahoma. Zach, Zach, you tell us, what are are you thinking about this as our resident SEC homer?
1: Uh, Yeah, I'm psyched, dude. So pumped. The league is just going to grow leaps (laughs) and bounds. Just where does it stop? You know, who knows? Obviously, it's not Southeast Conference anymore. Once they added Missouri uh, and Texas A&M 10 years ago, almost 10 years ago to the days when that started. Um, But yeah, here we are. You know, 10 years later, looking at more realignment, you know, uh, and it's, it's really, it's gotta be putting other conferences. If if they see the, this gaining, gaining legs, you gotta be thinking the ACC, the big 10, maybe they're going to join up, make some super conference situation. Who knows what's going on, but I, I don't know. Um, it's, you know, where does it stop? But uh, can I, can I do my thing? Do so your thing. This, is, this is, this is what I thought was the funniest thing. And it, it oh me, is this your
2: thought this that is she my had? thought okay, okay, we
1: were texting him. okay. I, i've heard this twice during all this reporting okay <laughs> Letter. I, I heard this during the reporting and i also read it and jj help me out here so think yeah. of like some think of like some good like spy movies i had a couple written down like like well like that show jack ryan you'll hear this okay. phrase um uh, I was thinking, what's that one? Redford and Brad Pitt's Spy Game. Spy Game, great movie. Yeah, great movie, right? Any James Bond movie. You always hear them talking, saying this phrase, and they used it during this whole conversation about uh, this conference situation. Back channels? I yeah. mean, what the f- Is this a fucking spy movie? I mean, we're talking about conference realignment. Can't and we not just, like, business, be grown and call someone? We have to use, they actually use a lawyer, uh, they use lawyers to talk to lawyers to keep this out of the media. What's it matter? It's, you know what's going to get in the media, and you know who probably leaked it is Oklahoma or Texas. Hundred percent, hundred percent. So, 100%, 100%. Well, okay, so why are we doing back channels? And I think the phrase is just hilarious because again, you only hear it in spy movies. It's just it's ridiculous. Well,
2: let's face it, with back channels, back channels means lawyers yeah. are involved.
1: Yeah, and yeah.
2: that's and that's all and that's. That's just it. And, you know, showstopper again, this is about money. That's all it is.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's why you got to get the lawyers involved. For well, sure. I'll, tell you, I'll tell you
0: what. We're going to put John Chancey's comment back up here. to Who makes the next move, Big Ten or ACC? I will tell you everything that I've read on the Internet, and Abraham Lincoln told me that everything that I read on the Internet is true. So <laughs> everything I, I've read on the Internet has told me that the ACC is already – starting to think about who they're going to add. And West Virginia and University of Central Florida are the two targets at this point. Once again, take that with a grain of salt. This is not breaking news or anything like that. But I think the ACC, John, is probably what's going to have to move next. But this also begs the question, are teams, because Texas and Oklahoma kind of opened the door a little bit to move to the SEC, A few years ago, Florida State and and Clemson were kind of teaming up to try to get into the Big Twelve. Right? Does this maybe make them those two kind of team up again and call the SEC? Does it make them call somebody else to try to be? You know, back then they were kind of both the bell cows of the league. Now it's kind of just more Clemson. Does Clemson grab North Carolina and say, "Hey, let's go do something together"? Does Clemson grab? Notre Dame and say, hey, let's go into a conference because as much as the super conferences are probably inevitable, that's going to happen soon. It, it Once again, my line of the night, it begs the question, where does Notre Dame go? Uh, I didn't mean to take it there right now, but I mean, I it,
2: uh, no, uh we're talking about this whole super conferences and I think Notre Dame is going to do their best to stay independent. If you're asking me. Well, because it gives them carte blanche to play anywhere, anybody, anytime, and to get keep their national audience around.
0: And if they're in the 12, right? If they're in the 12 team playoff at the time when this all takes place, then it actually benefits them to stay Absolutely. independent.
2: Absolutely, it does. Uh, oh, yeah, I do have a Taco that, Bell story. That, oh, yeah. Uh, back Later. to uh, your discussion you know you know the 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 situation was a couple years ago it's going to be east west north south conferences well the sec falls into the south and the east so does maybe teams that are tired of being second to alabama shift like i'm thinking of georgia who's on really on the atlantic coast do they go to an eastern conference
0: oh, to maybe crap, think right? I really didn't want to do this, but I mean, right now, as it stands with the SEC, I hate saying it because I'm so anti this conversation, but you can't leave the SEC money for, that's a big thing that, you know, the SEC has the, has the TV
1: contract. They have the CBS contract.
0: Once you're
1: in the SEC, you're not going to leave the SEC. You never. SEC kicks your ass out, which
2: you still have ABC ABC money, which that ain't bad either, but it's a, it's a, and does, you know, kind of with, here it comes, money again. Texas, Oklahoma, and the SEC, that obviously thinks that's going to enrich their schools. Does Georgia, being a top three program in the East when you put in the ACC and other teams, you know, Georgia might think, you know, we could be, pardon the pun, top dog here for a while, or at least one and two. One so, or two, uh, definitely, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, there's I mean, let's hell, you got the West, you've got the Midwest, you've got the Big Ten. Uh,
0: don't do it. Don't go out west. Don't do it.
2: Uh, well, I mean, the, the
1: listen,
2: <laughs> the Pac-12 absorbs the mount, the Mountain West. That's it. They're not
1: they're not going to go more than one time change. There's no way. I just don't see how no, they, they could. <laughs> you know, they already they already are. They're not going to go any further than that. But you know, the, the SEC, the way they plot it out is by state, and they tried to obviously they have with Mississippi and Alabama and Auburn and Mississippi state, uh, they, they have two teams in each of those states, but that's always been the big factor is that they're not going to have two teams in South Carolina. That's why they don't want Clemson. They're not going to have two teams in, you know, Florida, That's why have Florida, not Florida state. That was like their big contention because of just market share for viewership. Now you're open up again. You're going to have two Texas teams oklahoma is right on the edge of texas too you know so you're not really gaining you might have that much.
2: Texas teams in there and that's TCU.
0: with who tcu with the SEC, I don't, they're not talking about it yet but yeah, yeah. maybe
1: maybe you know I mean, eventually, eventually if
2: you're gonna make the four conferences you know <laughs> right
1: but that's why they that's why missouri you know they they invited them uh 10 years ago is because market share out get that market yeah out there for the tv viewership you know well
2: and also mizzou, mizzou tried to get into the big 10 when they had right. that wide open offense which was going to kind of be weird to the big 10 yeah um, and four schools said nope we yeah. don't want you well
0: yeah. that brings up the next question is that cuz it, it goes to a vote like texas and oklahoma can call any conference they want at this point and say hey we want in They're well then the 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 schools are in the conference then get to vote and it is a majority rule uh, but there were talks like Texas A&M is going to say heck no to both of them yeah. and they think that is going to say no but then somebody i read about i read today said don't be so sure of that um, you know and- former big 12 doesn't want their big 12 former counterparts in the league they're saying don't be so sure of that that, that they're going to they're going to start saying Why well this uh, a big part uh-huh. of the starting
1: all i think goes to the next topic is it, this expansion to a 12-team playoff, this they would have never done this when it was a 14-team playoff because they're not going to get in, you know. it's Now that it's a 12-team playoff, if you have that, you literally could have four to six SEC schools in the playoff, which is ridiculous, you know, that's which ridiculous. makes me wonder, like, yeah, what's hey, the yeah. ACC and Big Ten? Yeah. Why aren't they talking to, like, combine some type yeah, of that, thing? That's why, would you, why would Clemson want to move? But that's you, like pro football. In your conference, I mean, you know, or be second, you'll get in the top twelve. I think almost all the time, you know. But like I said, that's like pro football. You could have three teams in one division getting to the
2: playoffs, and that's right. just that's just based on record. Yeah. Uh, and you know, you look at the SEC. You might actually have to, if Texas Oklahoma go in, you might have teams like Texas A and M and Mizzou try to get back to the Big Twelve. You know, is a you know, it's like well, you know, maybe to gain.
1: They're talking about the amount of money that they're going to split up, though, JJ. It's it's crazy. Yeah. Once once you add Texas and Oklahoma in, I I think the the even share split I think was eighty million dollars per team just well, off your grip for being a team. You're, in Texas you're Texas not going to leave that behind, you know. Longhorn works. Two,
2: well, the two most wealthiest college teams in one conference that'd be Alabama and Texas. Yeah. Yep. John Chancy
0: brings up a good question here. Does the Big Ten then look at the ACC football schools, maybe at Clemson, FSU, to Virginia Tech, perennially at those four, Miami as well? Yeah, um, I think well, that's. I, I think they, they have, to. have
1: to. Like you said, with Clemson adding West Virginia, and what direction Florida? What UCF? I mean, who gives a shit? What are we doing well, here? I, well, you know, go to. Well, the I've Big also 10 10 seen Penn State in West Virginia. I mean, like, okay, that makes a little more sense. but Well, there's you know. there's the
2: thing. If if you're the ACC, do you really want, besides maybe a Penn State, do you really want the rest of the Northeast schools? You really do you, don't.
1: Maryland, kick them out, you know? I mean, God. Do,
2: do, do they you know? know, you're not going to want a Connecticut. You're no. not going to want – maybe even a – might, might not even want Boston College. I mean – well, you know,
0: another, you know, this this just drums up so much conversation. Obviously, we're, we're taking our first 15 minutes of it. But somebody even brought up the fact that to reinstate the Big East at this point, you can throw Rutgers, UConn, even maybe UMass wasn't part of that. But like the old Big East football conference right. yeah. up and kind of get rid of the American and kind of meld that back to, together, even throw a Memphis in there to kind of be the the, the best of the group of five conferences. So like there's... This is this is definitely drumming up so much conversation, and it's kind of fun, but it's also like just get it done already, in my opinion. Yeah, it's not nothing's going to
1: happen until after this season. The
2: I'm deal sure. is the you know. NCAA does not want to lose power, and that's what's happening. They've they're lost. lost.
1: they they're I mean, they, yeah, they're they're
2: they're they're holding on by fingernails.
1: Yeah, I mean, what keep, do they do now? Obviously, nothing. <laughs>
0: Here's a good question. I wanted to to move on to the next topic here, but uh, John (laughs) Chancey asked, do Taco Bell stories ever end well? And to be perfectly honest with you, John, I can't think of one. So uh, yesterday's story of mine isn't really a very good one. Three in the morning drunk,
2: that's a pretty good Taco Bell story. It's just 8 a.m. where it's awful.
0: (laughs) It's because, thank God, your body shuts down. Uh, No, I I just basically spilled – you, you can't eat taco bell in the car you just you just can't so you last got night
1: more <laughs> that's for sure
0: last yeah. night well we, so I, I i wore a white shirt yesterday which you would Ooh. think oh god no chance of me wearing a white shirt without getting dirt on it right, right. it wasn't the shirt so on my way back i was in pennsylvania yesterday on my way back uh to mom's basement i i got a couple tacos because i hadn't had taco bell in like 3 months 2 months get out of here it was crazy how long it felt like a year that's how long it was yeah. So I went and got it. Of course, like the first bite of the taco, all I got was three soft taco Supremes. That's all I got. So I was like, easy, because I knew mom was probably going to make some dinner later on in the night. So my first bite, the taco falls out onto my pants everywhere. Are you guys
1: keeping this thing in the wrapper? I thought you'd be a pro by now. I, I,
0: I haven't. I, I like to touch it and figure out what's... I usually go I mean, the opposite side of the taco. Like I turn it I've, from what I mean, was the tucked in. You, you keep know? in the wrapper. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not good at it. I'll be honest. I'm going
2: to tell you me. right now. Taco so Bell on the road, a chimpanzee driving my Jeep eating Taco Bell will be cleaner than me.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it just doesn't happen. You need a vacuum afterwards. Like you need a bathroom and and a vacuum, power wash, yeah. and sometimes you need a vacuum for your car too.
2: Yeah, just go through a car wash and leave your doors and windows open,
0: <laughs> and take
1: your pants just... off.
0: Get so it all
1: where, where did it go? Where, you just lost it. You no, so last game. night before Slugger we <laughs>
2: little console
0: Marty and I were getting ready to do the show and and I didn't I had the, the washing machine is literally right here. So <laughs> it's where this light is coming from uh to my side here and so you could hear it. You could hear the washing machine's going. So it was kind of it was just funny uh that we had that working while while the intro to to Slugger was going on last night. You're washing uh, because it was garbage. all over my pants, and I only have one pair of pants in New Jersey that I can wear to work, so I need to do the wash. They have stores, yeah, but that means to spend money, and I'm cheap, like, like you. I learned it from watching you
2: when I was in sales and I was on the road a lot. I always wore what I called the poor man wardrobe, I Here's always the- wore the rough looking clothes, so it's like people would have pity on me. Oh, yeah. Well, He needs business, you know, he, <laughs> he needs, he some needs order.
0: business, and he needs lunch.
2: Yes, yes. But I always was fat, so that didn't help. So you wore poor man's wardrobe.
0: To close out our conversation, uh, which I'm sure we'll talk about more each and every Every week. Every week. Here (laughs) on John Chancey Edge, Big Ten schools make money. They aren't leaving for the ACC. True. It's unfortunately very true.
2: Yeah. Absolutely.
0: I want to mention, too, Tyler Powell coming in, new dad, recently married guy. Really worked for me in, in South Carolina. Super, super dude. I don't know if he's watching anymore, but SEC, ACC, Big Ten, Pac 12, I think will be the super conferences. I think that's where it was a couple years ago that they started talking about that kind of thing. That's probably where we're going to end up. But I'm not sure who he likes anymore. I thought he was a Gamecock fan, but I think he likes Florida. He's, you know, one of those guys. Yeah. Switches oh, his hi. team.
1: Not everybody can like this, you know,
0: the champs. Right, right. Well, next.
1: Alabama, yes, no shit.
0: Uh, speaking of Alabama, Ugh. this uh, name, image, likeness thing is is taking off, man. It is really yeah. taking off. But before we get there, I just yeah. want—I did a little secret, secret, and uh, we're going to welcome in what? We're going to welcome in the fourth member of the Chop and Show, Ryan Lawrence. Look at this and, guy. And Linus. What's up, guys? Hey man, hey. Oh, I hey. sent him the link. All the, the pelicans sweet.
2: You're yeah, so sweet. isn't that nice?
0: We're talking college football, right? But uh, but but I, I wanted to talk a little baseball with you
3: too. And yeah, what are
0: you what are you doing? How are you doing? First and foremost,
3: I'm doing okay. Wedding playing, man. It's uh it's busy. That a boy, and a boy finally locked yeah.
0: that special someone down.
3: Yeah, I'm almost 50 years old. I better get married, right? <laughs> hey, she
2: said, hey, she said yes. Actually, said Jeff will beat
3: me to 50, probably. <laughs> He's already
0: beat you. family,
2: um, right?
0: <laughs> you could have a, you could be like me and have a kid by 40. Oh, wait, we're beyond that. Right, hey, wait.
2: just remember Picasso's last kid, he was 76. Plenty of time.
3: That that's good to know. That's right. good info. So what's up, pal? How are you?
0: What are you doing? I'm good. Well? How are you guys? What, what are you what's going on? We're doing well.
3: Yeah. Enjoy my summer, man. Uh, trying to rehab from an elbow injury. Um uh, don't need Tommy John, but, uh, yeah. uh Unfortunate.
1: yeah.
3: and, and planning a wedding. Yeah. So yeah, we're getting married in oof, seven weeks uh, because of COVID, uh, you know, we're keeping it really, really small and we're hoping, you know, that maybe a year from now or something, we could do something bigger with like a reception, yeah, but, um, but, yeah, no, it should be fun. But even though it's a small wedding, there's still a lot of, uh, lot of things, uh, a lot of things to check a off. Headache,
1: but... Dude, just shake your head yes and, and just give yeah, just, in. Just, yeah. Put yeah, the ring so on yes. her
3: finger and just yes, walk. Well, we need to get rings first, so, yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh great. So, so we're going to have the, the Soback.
2: So they make a nice ring if you, you know.
0: The so back of the week is Rai Rai. Scrolling. Right. Scrolling on the bottom.
2: So awesome. So back. Well, I want to ask
0: you a question because you've been putting on social the social medias about your, your baseball card artwork and, and what's, oh, yeah. what what's that all about? What's yeah. going on there?
3: It's totally. phenomenal. It's, it's really cool, fun, but like how... Yeah. So um I, I think I, I can't remember when I first came across stuff. Well, there is um there is an Instagram that if you guys don't follow it, and I don't know if it's also on Facebook or, or not, but um it's called baseball card vandals. And those guys have kind of like a sick sense of humor and they take just baseball cards, actual baseball cards, and they kind of make jokes out of them. And, and yeah, there's a lot of like potty jokes and stuff in there. Um, but, but it's pretty funny. You you make potty jokes here on the show. No, strictly a a G slash PG show here on the chopping beef. But, um, (laughs) so that, that was like one thing that I'd seen and, um, but then I really think during the pandemic, it became like baseball card art became like a like a thing. It was like a hobby, um, you know, but people were stuck in their house looking for something to do. Um, some of them having, you know, a basement full of baseball cards like myself. And uh, this is excellent.
1: <laughs> that's great
3: just followed it yeah, yeah yeah i think they even maybe put a book out yeah and and they sell a lot of theirs too and uh, it just amazes me how many they, they like sell out right away yeah. but um but yeah so i don't know the, the the baseball card art community it's just it was kind of a like i was looking for a way to kind of you know after working in baseball for 10 years yeah i, I need more baseball in my life um since i'm not doing it anymore and so Um, you know, I collected baseball cards, like probably all of us did when we were kids and, Mm -hmm. uh, and I still have all of them. Um, so it was a way to dig back into that a little bit. Um, and I think baseball cards are having a little bit of a renaissance. I mean, they were huge when we were kids and then kind of the bubble burst because there was just too many and too many Mm -hmm. brands. Um, but yeah, I think it's coming back around. I mean, there, there there've been some news articles about that. Um, but yeah, the card art itself, I mean, there was a campaign. Uh, so, uh, Josh Gibson, the Negro League's uh, superstar, um, there's, a, there's a campaign to get uh, the MVP award renamed in his honor. So, the, the MVP awards in Major League Baseball are named after or were named after Kennesaw Mountain Landis, who, hey, he's a racist. Um, so, <laughs> oh, like a lot of things we're, we're learning to uh, improve as a society and, and get rid of some names that are associated with things that, uh, we don't necessarily embrace. Um, and so, yeah, that, that was like a whole contest to create, uh, Josh Gibson cards. And, you know, I'd seen a lot of different people's submissions. They asked me to be a a judge. Um, I'm like, cool. Like there's probably like a hundred judges, but they asked me to be one, which was nice. But then, you know, I was just like, let me see if I could try to make a card. How do, you, and,
1: how do you physically do it, Ryan? Is it like, are you taking an actual card that you have and changing it or are you making it right off the internet and designing it or how are you doing yeah, I mean,
3: So so that's kind of the beauty of it is you can do whatever and I'm not necessarily a creative person. I mean, you know, I'm a writer. So I guess you could say there's
2: that's crazy, uh, creativity that, that comes with writing, different.
3: but, but yeah, yeah, it's a different kind of, this is like art art. I've never seen myself as that kind of artist. But, um, but yeah, to answer your question, you know, yeah, there are different ways to do it. Some people have, you know, crazy good printers and, uh, they're, they're really creative with, um, with computer programs. I don't use a computer at all. Um, Mm -hmm. so I take what I've done so far is I take 1986 tops cards because they're really easy to edit. They already have the team name up top and then at the very bottom, it's really easy to put another name over top of the name and it's in white. So you could just print out a name and then paste it over top. Um, and then, yeah, then, um, I, um, a few years ago, I bought one of these like little Polaroid printers. They're, they're kind of like pocket sized. Yeah. Um, you could print pictures from your phone and they're almost the perfect size for baseball cards. And so, um, yeah, as you can see, the one that Casey yeah, showed. I a, love that one. That's yeah, awesome. that's a Joe Jackson card I did. <clears> I, <throat> I just had the idea of the field of dreams background, and and I, I you know even though I say I don't use a computer, um, I do have a um like a Photoshop app on my phone that I can uh, I'll play around with, um, so yeah, I was able to do that one with the Joe Jackson card, but you know, so it's basically like a yeah, a <laughs> Ted Lasso card I, I made. Love it. That uh, comes exactly. back tomorrow night. Um, <laughs> I'm ready. Real excited for that. Tomorrow night. And so, uh, so yeah, it's basically 1986 tops cards. Um, just so little amazing. printer that I can print out pictures. Like, you know, I printed out that Ted Lasso picture from the internet and then an exacto knife. And again, I'm not like, you know, a, <laughs> anybody could do it is what I'm, what I'm saying is you'd be surprised if you set aside an hour and, and got some of the supplies at a craft store or at Staples. You really would be surprised at what you could do. And it becomes addictive, to be honest with you. Like, I I sit there while I'm working during the day and I'm like thinking about the cards I wanna make. And, um, you know, if I could make a card every night, I would. Um, and I'd be happy to make you guys cards. I've already thought about it. Um, I just haven't got around to it yet.
2: Um, yeah. cards would be awesome. Yeah, what kind yeah. of stats oh,
3: would be, in the, be back?
2: The in the back?
3: Yeah, yeah, I haven't. Yeah, that would be funny. I, I haven't done a whole lot with backs of cards. Um, that, that's a whole other. Um, a lot of times, I'll just cover it with like hologram paper or something like that. Yeah. Um, you know what? I, t- I took a card. I made uh, one of the guys on my baseball team was in the hospital, and his favorite player is Don. You know, it was Don Mattingly. And so I made him a Don Mattingly card. And um, I don't know if you guys remember it. um, The upper deck sets, 1991.
1: They had um, these, I don't
3: have them with me right at the moment, but they had these like hologram mm -hmm. team cards. Yeah. And so on the back of that Yankees card or the back of the Don Mattingly card, I took one of those. I still have them because my basement has everything. I took one of those uh, Yankees holograms and put it on the back and it became a really cool back of that card.
1: Um,
3: So yeah, it's, it's really fun. Um, yeah, I don't know if, if... yeah. I'm kind of glad you asked me about it. I wasn't prepared for that, but... Um, no, I,
0: I've just been thinking about it and wanting to ask you offline. I, but I was like, hey, we got it well, here. Same yeah, thing. I was it's wondering fun. what it was all about.
3: Yeah, like I said, it's a lot of fun. Um, There's a market kind of,
0: for them, too, from what I see.
3: Yeah, so, yeah. Th- and I guess that's another part of it is that tops. Tops has kind of embraced uh, card art. And um, within each of the last two years, they've had these series. I think one was called, like, was it called 2020 it was called a project 2020 something like that and then so that that was last year and I did buy one um that I forget how often they released them then um but I bought a Jackie Robinson one from that series and then this year they have something called project 70 and so tops is 70 years old uh this year Mm -hmm. and so every day every weekday they uh release three or four new cards from artists um all over the you know the world And, um, and yeah, I, I, I really check it every day to see who the artists do cards of. Like I've been waiting for whatever it is now, six months for them to have a Will Clark, someone to do a Will Clark (laughs) card. And sure enough, the other day, finally, someone did a Will Clark card. It's really weird. I mean, it's all the artists, I guess, discretion. The artists get to pick, you know, whoever they want. There's been a lot of like, there's been a weird amount of Deion Sanders cards and Deion Sanders had like a, he was in major league baseball for a hot minute, you know, Hey, He was more of a fad, um, but yeah, it's all up to these two artists, two games.
2: Teams. That ain't a bad. That ain't that's not a bad career. Yeah. How many games? Two two teams played for Cincinnati and Atlanta. Uh, yeah, 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 and yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's no denying exactly. Oh, he's a Yankee right, he too. That's right.
3: Oh, but did you guys see the Deion Sanders news this week? No, give it to us. We oh, that like the press conference. Yeah, like
1: his some reporter.
3: Primer. Some reporter, you know. Uh, addressed him by his first name, and Dion got like offended, and I think ended the press conference. Oh, he wants these people to call him coach. That's they not want a word. coach You're Prime. not my
0: coach, oh, oh. Coach Prime.
3: So, so uh, I, Dion, I, Dion
2: is is officially off the, the the marketing ploy. Okay.
3: If I if I was at the Phillies press conference tonight after the game, and I said, and I was asking Joe Girardi a question after the game, if I began my question with, "Hey, Coach, what were you thinking about?" but I would sound like a little leaguer. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not
1: being – he's, he's not your coach.
3: We're more like peers. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like I'm I'm we're, not like two grown like, men. Yeah. If I'm like if I'm like a, a kid, I guess you could say that, but um, or again, yeah, if you're one of his players, but I'm not one of his players. No, you're Joe. You know? Yeah. You're, you're Joe. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, I, I remember when people would do that. Occasionally, you get like a TV personality, you know, a TV news person, that like Charlie Manuel you know, press conference would say like "skipper," and they you'd be like, up.
1: "What?
3: skip? <laughs> yeah, You yeah. sound like you sound like a, a clown, like a <laughs> kindergarten
2: clown. You lose
0: all credibility, right? Yeah, is, you, like
2: that. I I would not know because I've never been in that situation. But you know, like Charlie Manuel was like, "Hey, Mr. Manuel, what do you do? You call him." Charging, yeah, if you, so,
3: I, think, I think that that's, you know, if you want to be like, you know, respectful, um, you know, to someone that's either, uh, you know, an elder or someone who's really accomplished. Um, yeah. I could see that, but they're not your coach. You don't say coach. No, I Cause I mean, so, yeah, like Mr. Torrey, Mr. Torrey, if you want to be respectful, Mr. Tory, I guess that's fine. Um, but yeah, I mean, as someone is saying in the chat, John. Um, yeah. yeah, Fabian was called Nick. I mean, we call them Dabo. We call them Nick when you're talking to them. You don't. You don't yeah. say if you say Coach Sweeney, we sound like. I mean, and maybe maybe it's also that maybe that's more accepted in the South. I don't know. Yeah. Um. But you know, I think most of the Clemson reporters address him as Dabo.
0: Well, they're there every day too. Like you were. Yeah, day. I mean, you were. Right, you do get to know them, not necessarily personally, but they know who you are. Yeah, they know there, your first you
3: know. name, and and they call you by your first name, and it's it, it, that that's the relationship. Yeah. It's it's not coach player. It's um you know media person and person they're covering. It's mm-hmm. yeah, it's not that dynamic. Um, but yeah, anyway. So uh, anyway, go ahead. So yeah, it's been fun making those cards. That you know, I have like a list of of basically um. I was printing out the names on labels, making it easier to just stick them on. But I don't have any labels anymore. But um, so anytime, anytime I go up to print names, I have to like think of like twenty names I want to print out. So I have to think ahead a little bit about the cards I want to make. Um, but yeah, I'm even like thinking my my one nephew is really into Pac-Man, and of making him a Pac-Man card um, umpire beef. I like yes,
0: those. yes, <laughs> I think? I am definitely. Make make sure that these nine year olds that I'm on (laughs) par. I'm gonna make
3: I'm gonna make I'm gonna make Zach a a Sammy Spiller card. I heard that was his favorite. uh... There you go.
1: (laughs) That's my guy.
2: Hold on, guys. Kate Winslet sex scene. (laughs) What movie is that? We'll talk later.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Jeff, where are your hands at?
0: What are we what we were we were talking about Ryan a couple weeks ago that we wanted to ask him questions when we were hot and heavy on the MLB. Do you, either of you guys remember those questions? Yeah. No. Good. I have That's a perfect. Question. Give him a current question on baseball. He is our resident right, baseball. how
2: how have you felt have you watched Cubs, Cardinals, Dodgers, Giants this week? Uh
3: Cubs, Cardinals, Dodgers, Giants. Um you know, I was watching the Dodgers quite a bit. Uh, in the first half, but I, I can't say that I watched um, any of the okay. games earlier this week.
2: Both of have been two great series this week. They've been phenomenal. So yeah,
3: but- yeah, I've um, I, I watched a decent amount of the Phillies Yankees um, in, in the last couple of days, um, which has also been good. Kind of similar teams. Um, I, you know, I've been yeah. You didn't you showed a couple of my cards, but one of the ones I made was Otani. I, like I'm just fascinated by him it just what, what he does it's Amazing. Is just, no one has ever done this you know, baseball's yeah, been definitely. around longer than any of the you know major sports in America and no one has done what this guy is doing uh at the level um and uh and a good dude too apparently after the all star game um he took the money that he got I forget what each player got for participating it may have been a hundred fifty of- grand dollars. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he gave it to like the clubhouse attendants, mm-hmm. And it is, it is like a baseball practice to um when visiting teams leave a city to tip clubhouse guys. And I can't tell you how much they tip these guys, but you know, the team is going around and, and you generally, you know, collecting money to, to tip the clubhouse guys. Um I think he probably went above and beyond with taking $150,000 if that's what it was. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So just on top of being a kind of supernatural baseball player. um, Yeah. Just, just being a good dude too. So it's a shame that he plays for the same team as Mike Trout, uh, the team that otherwise is anonymous and no one cares about because they're as mediocre as mediocre can be.
2: Yeah. But uh, you know, just, I think everyone, I think this is all over sports center. Do you see what the angels did in the draft?
3: Um, no, they, no. Drafted,
2: they drafted, they draft. they had 20 picks. Oh, right, all pitchers, pitch, right? All, all pitchers. pitchers, really yeah, that was wild. Jeez. Yeah, they said they're happy with the lineup, they're happy with the offense. We need pitching, and
3: that's yeah,
2: what
3: did. right. I guess that's that's, that's no, smart. smart, and uh, and and yeah, I mean, the, and those are the guys that are going to get to the big league sooner. I mean, the, the Phillies have trended that way a little bit more in the last 10 years, um, taking more college guys than high school guys because. Um, there's a little less risk involved. Maybe there isn't as high of a ceiling. You know, you're not gonna get a guy, you know, a lottery ticket on a guy who could turn out to be the next Mike Trout. Um, but you do have the. Uh, I mean the Dodgers drafting Walker Brewer, for example, like mm-hmm. you know, he was already pitching, you know, at an elite level at Vanderbilt, the, you know, pretty much the best baseball right. program in the country. Um, and you have a little bit and, and they also have a pitching pedigree with guys like David Price and others coming from that program. So, yeah, um, drafting college guys and college pitching um, is a little bit of a safer bet. But, yeah, the Angels might be the only team that develop draft and develop pitching worse than the Phillies, which is an indictment (laughs) uh, because –
2: Don't forget the Cubs, all right? Don't forget the Cubs on that one.
3: Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, I, I guess and that, that's another thing. And, and I think in Philadelphia, we definitely get this way where uh, Philadelphia, I think, is the most parochial sports city in the country where we have blinders on and we don't look beyond everybody else's problems. And our clothes are terrible. Well, guess what? All, all Almost all the closers in baseball. Those three
2: quarters of the league. It's like so that's three right. or
3: four good closers in baseball. Right. Um, even Chapman. He's uh, not good. He's yeah, he had guy. a really good like first couple months of the season, and I guess Whitney wasn't allowed to grip the ball anymore. Yeah, but, um, <laughs> he went yeah, off the rails. What
2: happens? What I mean, he he never gives his legal age.
1: Well, he's
0: here's 50. A, that's the, that's a question for you then too. What what's your feelings on the unwritten rules of baseball that with this spider tack and whatever? It's always been a thing. Batters use pine tar. I mean, that's, yeah, you know, obviously George Brett in '85, but. They're still using it to this day. Heck, we were using it in men's league softball in Florida, so that our hands didn't slip off the bat when we swung out of our shoes. But how? What's your feelings? Just your gut reaction to them now doing these checks? And I'm watching baseball behind me right now. So every every inning or every time a pitcher comes out, they're doing a check.
3: Yeah, it's not really. A, and I thought about this during these Yankees Phillies games because they've just been like. They've been like Yankees-Red Sox games and just ridiculously long, um, not getting over until uh, after 11 o'clock. That's really helping your pace of play, uh, uh, Kamish, and it's also really attracting kids to your game. Um, But, but yeah, so doing these checks, although I guess they do do them after the guy walks off the mound. I don't think that's necessarily slowing the pace. But, yeah, it's awkward to me to do this in the middle of the season um, because for a couple reasons. Um, You know, it's kind of like the old school – You know, if we're playing a football game in the backyard, you know, you make the rules before you guys start playing. You don't Mm -hmm. change the rules in the middle of the game. Mm -hmm. So that's one part of it. And the other part of it is that you have to give pitchers um, the opportunity to have some kind of grip. And so if you want to make these rule changes in November, December, January, cool and then give them in spring training to adapt to whatever legal substance there is that they can use to grip a ball. Because some people will think this is like um, mad science or something, but but it's all connected. If a pitcher can't have any kind of grip or, or you know, it, it it can lead to, to damage at his elbow or, or, you know, his forearm, um, because he's putting different kinds of strains. Um, so uh, So... I, I can understand a little bit where pitchers are coming from. Now I'm not saying they should be able to put anything they want on a ball, but that's kind of what happened is well, you know you there are rules in place, and when you're not enforcing those rules, players are just gonna do whatever, right? It's kind of like um it's kinda like sign stealing, right? Like there's a ain't certain, cheating ain't trying. There's yeah, so there's a certain part of it that's like I don't know if gamesmanship's the right word, but but yeah, but if you if you're not cheating, you're not trying. So like If you're on second base and you can peer in and see the catcher's sign, hell yeah. Why not take advantage of that and let the hitter know what's going on? Mm -hmm. Now, if you're using technology, that's a little bit different. Like trash can. But where's the line, right? Where's (laughs) Where's the line? line. So same thing with grip substances. You know, what can you put on a bat to get a better grip? What can you put on the ball in your hands? Um, But, yeah, again, these are things I think they should have figured out – in the off season and not in the middle of the season. Well, there's always
0: this trickle down effect too, right? So I'll, I'll tell you, I think I told the boys last week, if not, I at least told them in text. Uh, I had a, uh, I'm umpiring a whole bunch of age groups. I actually do the old men too, which I love. Uh, they love me. So, cause I don't know, I don't know why, but they do you come down to uh, South
3: Jersey and, uh, and you can give me a better strike. Zone.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm a good six inches to a foot outside. So you better take that no, ball the know. other way. Uh, it's not my pitch. <laughs> i don't remember where i was going with this conversation umpire i'm sorry no it's good but i would have forgot regardless of the comments that i had what were we talking about you're telling us <laughs> oh 12 year old a hey, 12 year old game this kid comes in he's pitching his third inning and it's the bottom of the sixth inning and his coach literally saying fastballs down the middle they're up 11 to one okay and for three innings, there's not been an issue. All of a sudden, the two coaches, the first base coach and the third base coach, are mouthing to each other. Third base coach goes into the opposing dugout and says, hey, is, is your kid rubbing anything on the ball? A, Bush League. B, he didn't throw a single curveball. He's 12 years old. Like Maybe he threw a couple spinners in the last, previous two innings, but no, nothing was moving funny. It was literally whop, whop. Wop, next batter. Wop, 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 next batter. Uh, uh, it's just that trickle down, man. Now, now, little league age kids God, are being accused that, of using this crap.
3: Wait, 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 wasn't uh, Lox's, uh youth basketball team doing some shenanigans this winter?
1: They should have. If they're not,
3: yeah, they needed to.
1: They needed to. The blue team.
2: They needed a lot of frag... Fr- frag- what the. They went, they went tonight. down to the the Y and found like Breaking. a 22 year old
3: and made him shave, and then he took the court. And they were like, "No, he's 12. Here's the pickle."
2: <laughs> hey Ryan, did you see that stat? uh I noticed it the other day. Where they're saying offense has gotten better since they dealt with the grip thing, but also more batters are getting hit
3: because yeah, I mean, they pitchers they don't have the same the control, and that's dangerous. Yeah. That yeah. and that's part of why you don't do these rules in the middle of the season because and and pitchers have said this too is that you know, you're, you're, you're putting more players at risk. So they're throwing Um,
2: faster. They're throwing harder.
3: Yeah. And And they
2: can't grip the ball.
3: It's (laughs) all, I mean, the modern game is a power game. You know, they, 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 they'll take more walks from relievers if relievers are throwing 98 and above Mm -hmm. because it's like, that's the trade off is you're going to get more strikeouts. So, and same thing with hitters nowadays strikeouts, Aren't anything when we grew up in the 80s? Uh, you know, you didn't want a hitter that struck out a ton. Now it's like, okay, that's part of the deal because he's also going to hit his home runs. Yeah, it's only like nice I just
2: wanted, I just want to see people, batters beat the shift by hitting the opposite way. That's the only thing I want to see. I want to see t- Tony Gwynn again. Or Mark
0: Fischer retired went. because of the shift and and, and, it,
3: and it definitely affected Brian Howard's career. Um, oh, yeah, and the injuries. So I, I um, like Anthony it, Rizzo, the
2: past three years, his career has gone, his batting average has gone to shit.
3: The this winter should be interesting for uh for Major League Baseball because the um the collective bargaining agreement is uh is expiring, and I you know I don't want to get too uh, boring and technical with with that kind of talk, but it's boring. um, it could be. Know, you yeah, know, it could lead to a strike or a lockout because you know they're going to be debating things, and a lot of these issues are going to be debated. The DH, um, the uh, the shift, I think. Um, you know, the substances, um, uh, the double seven inning double headers, the uh, extra runner on second base, and the extra drop, innings.
0: Drop third strikes. Yeah, are going to be discussed because huh. someone yeah, I didn't someone lost it. a perfect game because the catcher dropped a third strike and then threw it away.
3: Yeah, that's oh. bad. Oh! Yeah. Yeah, that – that. yeah. And you know what? Now, I guess there were so many no-hitters in the first half of the season that I'd forgotten about that one. Yes. Um, yeah, so all that stuff will be debated. And, and I, to, to get back to the shift, I I wouldn't be opposed to them, you know, making all – you know, keeping all the infielders on the infield dirt and only having a certain amount of guys on each side of the field. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think what they want is they want more action that that that's what they want in the game because, um, what, what they found again in this like power infested game is that there's a lot of inaction because there's either home runs, walks or strikeouts. And so they want more action, more balls in play, more, um, first to third guys, you know, plays at the plate, plays at third base. Um, so if you eliminate the shift, you're going to get more singles and doubles mm-hmm. and it's going to increase the action. Yeah. So it wouldn't surprise me if, if that's something that's um, hotly debated and I'm not sure who would be opposed to it. Really? I guess pitchers.
2: Metrics guys.
3: Yeah. Yeah. But if it's just, managers. yeah, but if, if it's, yeah, but it, it's going to be what managers, general managers, owners and players that are arguing this stuff. Um, and so, I don't know, to me, that would be to me like seemingly an easy one to come to.
0: Yeah. Uh, fellas, I got breaking news. Breaking news. Breaking news.
2: Right. This
0: important PSA is brought to you by manscaped.com. This is your public service announcement and the news you've been waiting for. The Manscaped engineering team has confirmed that they have successfully created the lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, which is now available for purchase in the USA and Canada. This new trimmer was just released only months ago, and we are one of the first to get our hands on it and share the news. Join 2 million men, over 2 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped for this exclusive offer for you, 20% off and free shipping with the code CNB at manscaped.com. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code CNB at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use the code CNB. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with manscapes. Sorry, I didn't guys.
3: realize there was a code because I ordered that two weeks ago, and I'm going to tell you it's done a done a great bang job. Up job um, right? Yeah, but bang up, like just you banged speed. it up, right? <laughs> I, I mean, really, like wow. I was like <laughs> mixing scrapes and cuts. No, it's actually very. very like, good. Yeah, this guy's getting married. I mean, look, man. You no, know, yeah, you got to be clean.
2: Sure. And enough some time, you know
0: clean it up clean it up yeah. that's why that's why we teamed with the great people at
2: Manscaped. <laughs> I, gotta, I gotta use mine tomorrow morning before I get on the flight
0: we're all all three of us normal dudes this side the normal the it regular doing crew. A bit, right you know, we needed <laughs> yeah. we needed to we needed to clean it up so we're very happy with with our manscape CNB CNB check it out uh while we got you we're gonna keep, we're gonna throw it around the horn here I know you got some strong feelings about this but our next topic is about Dabo Sweeney. This week, he was quoted as saying that uh, he doesn't think there should be 12 teams in the playoff because there aren't 12 good uh, teams good enough to be in the playoff. R- R.W. Smith, Smitty, my boy in Charleston, says, Do they make weed eaters? I believe they do. Check them out. Yeah. Manscaped.com. Use the promo code CMB. I think they that's for
2: your nose.
0: They have the weed eater. Uh, I think that's called pot brownies, but I don't know. I don't know, um, but Dabo, Locks, give me your thoughts on Dabo before we kick it to Ryan. And he's got I, this it.
1: isn't normal for me. I agree with him. I <laughs> mean, I do. I totally agree with him. Read it. Read it. Read the top twelve from last year. So the top twelve from last year
0: that would have been made the playoff if they went to twelve teams last year. It would have been Alabama, Clemson, Ohio State, Notre Dame, Texas A and M, Oklahoma, Florida, Cincinnati. Indiana and Coastal Carolina.
1: Okay, let's go backwards. Coastal yeah, Carolina, Indiana who didn't have a quarterback, remember our our boy he got hurt. Uh who else was there? I don't even it, it's the top 7 had a chance, right? Florida maybe didn't, I don't know. I uh, it's a joke, dude. Like it needs to be 8 teams. I think the the top 2 teams get a bye, then let the 6 play off. Then put the top two teams back in. Uh, like they you do in the
2: Alabama an advantage yeah. when they are the mighty Alabama.
1: 12, Twelve teams, not to mention the amount of games it's going to take. That's another thing Dabo said. He's like, if, if we're going to do this this many teams in playoff, we need to have less uh, less regular season games. Okay. Kids are going to be worn out, man. It's going to be what? 16 games?
0: Well, here's the thing that I heard from a really good friend of our show and the sluggo show is that the kids said that they don't want to play three more games.
1: They're beat up,
0: dude. Why are they asking the coaches? Well, they should be asking the players.
2: It's a hundred-man roster in college. Yeah, and aren't they all aspirational? Don't they want to play in the NFL? Is aspirational the right word? Sure. Isn't college football now becoming the next pro league? But aren't kids, kids already,
0: aren't kids opting out of bowl games? So are they going to start opting out of playoffs? I don't think they would. No, they I don't, don't think they, think they would. Opt yes,
2: out. If you're one of the 12 teams getting the, to the playoffs, you are going to opt it. out? No. Yeah,
0: you might if you no. don't have a chance to win.
3: No, because I, I, all these like and you're a top these, five pick. I'm going to be honest with you. I, like I'm, I'm basically a Clemson college football fan, and and that's kind of it. Like I might watch Northwestern if they're on, or Penn State if they're on, but. Yeah, I'm not like someone that, that needs to watch all those bowl games. I think I don't really know what the purpose of them is. So if we're replacing these bowl games or co-opting the bowl games to also be playoff games, that gets me, average fan, interested in those games.
0: I agree. I, I think there's a, definitely a positive to the playoff games, and, and I'm okay with the 12th, but I think the point is, that what Dabo said was that there's not, and Mac Brown said, and Justin Fuente said, and Jeff Halfley said, and you name the ACC coach, they said that twelve is too many.
3: It is. It is yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what the number is, and I do think that um, that there should be some kind of because I'm sure they're going to be playing at neutral sites. There has to be some kind of advantage for like the top four teams that they they should have you know whether it's a buy you know they, they should have some kind of um they, they shouldn't be on equal ground to like coastal carolina that doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me so um if the top four get a buy and then sure. these other teams play you know i'm not i'm not sure um i'm not i'm not against expanding it um because yeah I mean i think but even if you expand it you know hmm. team team 13 or whatever is gonna be like oh we should have been in it so there's always going to be that. Um, but at least actually, this-
2: you're never gonna make everyone happy,
3: right?
0: There's 68 teams in the NCAA basketball tournament, and team 69 that gets shut out. Heck, it was Seth Greenberg every year at Virginia Tech seemed to be the guy that was always on the bubble and never over the, never got pushed over the fence. He was right. always complaining. Bayheim's complained
2: in the past, so like because who went to the tournament they- this year was Virginia Tech. So I know yeah. he's not there anymore, but it doesn't matter.
3: But yeah, and and the difference here to me, I think, is that you know the number five team in the country. Have would have a little bit you know, stronger of an argument saying we should have been in the top four, we should be able to play for a championship than whatever the 16th or the 14th team. You know, great play better, lose fewer games because <laughs> there's probably a reason you're ranked 13th yeah. or 14th.
0: Exactly. Yeah, that's the whole point.
2: And I and I knew this conversation was going to come up this week, and I, I kind of got through my head about last year's teams. One of the best teams at the end of the year was, and they got their defense together, was Oklahoma. Guess who didn't get to play in the playoffs?
0: Well, don't don't, you know? I would love an an Oklahoma-Alabama game. Don't lose to Kansas State. Don't lose to Iowa State. And and we're talking. I understand
2: that, but okay. Since again, college football is now turning into a pro-style atmosphere where you have six to eight to ten to twelve teams. In the playoffs to play for the Super Bowl, and not always the best team wins the championship per the record. Give 12 teams a chance to play the goddamn championship.
3: Wow. Hey, Jeff, why is there a little duck on your screen? Aggressive. Things uh. just
1: took just a turn. <laughs>
2: Because well, I'm a fucking American, give everyone an opportunity to play for a goddamn title. It goes to
3: America
1: now.
0: Well, it's
2: democratic huh. for fuck's sake.
0: I'm okay. With, I'm actually okay with the twelve. But here's the, here's the con to that. When's this shit gonna rant.
2: end? Then, Minimal of here's, here's my problem. Okay, the same four teams have been in the playoffs for the right. past ten years. And what have those teams look gets like? All the recruits, but the same four goddamn teams. Give <laughs> teams that can show, that can play. I would love to see an Iowa State come in and somehow surprise the world.
3: I think that would be awesome. Yeah, it would be fun. I mean, yeah, it, no, 100%. I mean, um, who was the – the uh, was it Boise State like 15, 20 years ago? Yeah, I know. Mean, that's, I don't that's really it Oklahoma. Yeah, but that that was fun. If that was like your uh, – I don't know. I don't, I'm don't, i not good at math, so I don't know the, the matchups. But if that was like your uh, 10 versus 4 matchup and they knocked yeah. off um, whoever, Ohio State – I think we'd all be like, oh, that was really fun. I that was, that. Hey, However, I it was just so like, this, oh, game, it's out
2: of the sport. What's the one game we'll always remember the rest of our lives? United States against the Russians.
3: Oh, it, I was going to say, West Virginia. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was a knockout, wasn't it? Um, Someone but, had their lights put out. Hey, man, that at
3: us a defensive coordinator. It worked out. But, everyone, but here's the con. The David yeah. versus Goliath?
0: The con is – the here's the con to your argument, your rant before is – the so it's been four, right? Have we had two really good semifinal games ever?
2: No. And, and the truth of the matter is when you say – when you look at the top ten, you know, six through ten or six through 12 suck. Truth of the matter is the past couple of years, two through 12 suck because Alabama is far above everybody. And that's just the way – that's just –
3: The way it is, everybody
0: here's a good point that Smitty brought up too. The argument to expand the playoff is to include all conferences, but the news of the expansion can and will blow this all to hell. Absolutely, that's a a great point.
1: What's the you know what it does?
2: You know what it does? It'll force teams to have a better strength of schedule to get into the playoffs and to win games. So if you're 10 and 2 or you're 11 and 3 or something like that. And you have a better strength of schedule, you're going to get a better playoffs.
1: What is what's the timeline? And and I don't know. I don't know if any of us know what's the timeline on decision on twelve teams versus this merger thing. There is I, none. This is, is just it. all up in the air.
0: Quite honestly, I think the expansion probably has to happen before they go expand. Because the yeah, when of they the, do these, the,
1: the conferences. Has well, how long the, BC, the BCS was a contract. The the fourteen playoff was a contract. And it's how long? Ten years? Twenty three. Till 23. I know, but uh, what was the time span? I think it was like I think it's eight, eight, I think it was eight ten years. Eight years. That's a long time. So if you go ahead and make a 12-team playoff, then the conference realignment happens. Yeah, it's Come 10 up, years. It's tw-
0: 2014 to 2020. You could completely so, screw the whole thing up. 20.
1: Name a playoff
2: sport, college pro, that only has four teams. A playoff format
0: i'm looking for the cricket sounds. i
3: think even in my men's league i think even eight teams get in to the playoffs so i uh, yeah i don't know i only, yeah i'm sorry oh, yeah, i i i definitely think more i think i i you know i i think that i mean obviously as clemson fans it's worked out okay for us we've never got left That's out uh, if you
2: guys i wouldn't bitch either
3: Right, well, that's what I'm saying. Well, if they're getting um, in with four, they're but getting in with 12. even 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 having said that, you know, okay. even having said that, you know, I, I definitely I am definitely for expansion. I I'm not saying that, and I I don't and yeah I don't think, I think you can overdo it, and you know, football isn't basketball. You you know, you can't play quite as many games, but I mean, let's face it. From Thanksgiving until New Year's Eve, what they play one game, two games, because I guess the conference turn conference championship. Um one game to be eliminated, really. You can mix in a couple more there, it's not a big deal. Um, and uh and let's face it, most of these guys aren't going to college for college, they're going to college for football. Yeah,
2: they're not getting education. Let's
3: let's not like let's be real here. That's what they're that's what they're there in college for. (laughs) 90% of them. Can
1: we can we, as as a as the Chop and Beef show, the four of us, can we word a a strongly penned letter?
2: Yes, it, we
1: can. And and while we're making all these changes, can we get the national championship game on a Saturday night instead of a fucking Monday?
3: Can someone mm-hmm. do that
1: for me? Start. I think you'd be asleep
3: no matter. The day before the Super Bowl <laughs> would be tremendous. I mean, come on. You don't like the Monday night?
1: No. that got like work Saturday. on Tuesday.
0: <laughs> are you, so you want it on a Saturday?
1: I want it on a Saturday, like that's what college football's on Saturday. What are yeah, we doing? it's all,
3: it's all a ratings thing though. They want yeah, they want the, the largest audience, and you know people they do things on Saturday. It.
1: I guarantee you. Think about the commerce, the bars that would be open, the, everything. Oh, Entire
3: month of January, yeah. the but, they that, but they still get that. They still get that because the people Thomas. come in all weekend. You know, like if we went down to Tampa for Clemson's national championship <laughs> game. We got we got in a couple days early, and we are going to the bars, and we are, you know, so I, I think it works out great for them to get a long weekend. And I mean, I'm not trying to like, yeah, really, okay. I know you're, I, I just know got, you're dead, man. You got, well, you got, I got
1: my words at the bottom of the scroll. We're in good it, shape.
2: It gives everyone time to recover on Sunday to get to work on Monday if you have it Saturday. Man, that, that
0: hangover sense. trip back from Tampa was something else. I'll tell you what.
2: Woof. And then the oh, traffic,
0: the traffic. God, it was terrible. Going
2: oh. to work the next day was not a pleasant goddamn experience either.
0: <laughs> Ryan was a smart one; left early.
2: <laughs> oh.
3: I think I was just glad that I got a ticket, and after that, it was all, uh, it was <laughs> it all <laughs> gravy. Yeah, won. I mean, you could have. <laughs> yeah.
0: What else we got for tonight? We're gonna we're gonna end this mess. We're gonna hold on to those other topics. Hey guys, I don't okay. have a
2: hat on. Put your hands to your heart please for a second. or has to your heart. Maria Taylor is left college game
1: day. Yeah, but she's off to the Olympics. It's a plug- and play um, situation going right to right to here. the Olympics.
2: Uh, I am Saturday mornings are shot.
1: It's a plug-and-play. I guarantee you there's a line down the block of beautiful women that love college <laughs> football, that graduated from – She'll be fine. She'll be fine. It was a, a right it was the bad sport
3: situation sport. that happened there. Um, and uh well, it wasn't a was place to work. So it was good probably...
0: timing. Her contract was up. Yeah. It was well, very good timing.
1: The
3: grass literally may be
1: greener on the other side of the situation, Jeff.
3: Yeah, no, she'll be fine. Yeah, And you're going to see – And will going to be fine.
2: NBC's already got a good deal. Yeah. But
3: – it's all Man. good, but yeah, I mean, you'll miss her on your show. I get it. Absolutely. I, yeah, no My doubt, favorite TV show we, we missed, in, the,
2: in the world is we missed Aaron know, Andrew Andrews, Plus too. All right. Maybe it's she'll like be covering multi pierce off mash, it just doesn't maybe,
1: work. Doesn't maybe happen. she'll be covering Notre Dame games on NBC soon. Could be, yeah,
0: uh-huh.
3: you, Jeff. Did you see, you it, see it, the computer?
2: Did you see it,
3: the computer? <laughs> <horrible>. <laughs>
0: internal shock just yeah <laughs> nah, i'm glad, nah, nah, got, nah, I'm glad nah, the nah, computer screen is
3: nah, nah, in head nah, and not below the belt
0: <laughs> handshake <laughs> on that note boys we're gonna <laughs> end this mess thanks so much to everyone to <laughs> listen in for listening we appreciate special thanks to sell if you're not looking at it look at it it's got our podcast on it so you Hell can yeah. get right to us right there on sell thank you to marty coleman for adding us to his page Uh, and his 26,000 viewers. So we appreciate it very much on behalf of, oh, my God, JJ in Tampa, Rye Rye, and Zach Locks Parker. I am the beef. Thanks so much for joining us on the Chopping Beef Show. I said it wrong last week. We'll see you next week right here, back, and the same as ever. Say night, boys. night now.
2: Maria Taylor, I miss you already. Card art. Yeah, that was fun.